Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moment Wrap-Up for Friday, May 27th, 2022, where I look at a few articles that caught my eye during the week in the hope that you will find them interesting, in addition to a little bit of commentary. And as always, the URLs, the links to these articles are in the show notes. The first item is actually not an article, it is a report, and one that a lot of us in information security look forward to every year, and one that certainly small business owners could definitely gain some insight from as well, and it is the Verizon Data Breach Investigations Report. Now, they've been doing this since 2008, and it provides a good summary as well as some more in-depth detail on the threat environment, including breaking it down into different sectors. A few things of note from the summary of findings. They note that there are four key paths leading to to exploitation, that credentials, phishing, exploiting vulnerabilities, and botnets. That's really not a big surprise. Also not a big surprise has been an increase in ransomware, a 13% increase over last year. Um, Supply chain has increased, uh, responsible for 62% of system intrusion incidents this past year. And of course, the human element continues to be an issue, which is why we do training and phishing exercises and physical penetration tests and those sorts of things. 82% of breaches last year involved the human element. Now, I haven't read the report yet. I just looked at it and just looked at the beginning. So I'll probably have more to say about this later, probably next week. Coming to us from Security Magazine, sort of to follow up, notes that the CISA, the Security and Infrastructure Security Agency, released an alert highlighting common initial access points for cyber criminals targeting networks. These are most likely not a surprise to many of you as well. The top ones include weaker unenforced multi-factor authentication. I would agree that that's probably the number one. Errors within access privileges, outdated software, default security settings, insufficient third-party security, weak password policies, unprotected cloud services, exposed open ports or misconfigurations, inadequate anti-phishing techniques, and lacking of endpoint detection and response. So that's a good list to look and compare to your organization and just if you have never done a security risk assessment before, might not be a bad idea to start with those right there. See how you match up. And then you can go into some of the more detailed assessments. Also adding on to this from SC Magazine is a little bit more in detail about how employees' email still drives most of the data loss at organizations. According to a survey Roughly two-thirds or 65% of IT security professionals from various sectors said that email has remained the riskiest channel for data loss in organizations, even more so than cloud file sharing services, 62%, or instant messaging platforms, 57%. Now, this is the time of the year when a lot of folks are out looking for their first jobs. I've seen a lot of information and advice online as far as things to do, what to look for. And redglobal.com 
came out with four tips every budding cybersecurity analyst should know. I don't think that this necessarily would apply to entry level, but certainly it it does apply there, but can apply up the chain as well. So again, from Red Global US, the first item that we have here is to conduct ample research. It goes on to note that there are many different areas in information security, and you can't really be a jack of all trades. Everybody eventually starts to distill down a certain path. Some go into the more technical side. Some really go into the red teaming and the blue teaming. Some go into more of the risk management side. Some go into the sysadmin side. Some go into the management side. But you may need to understand if you, a particular specialization that you're interested in, what sorts of certifications or maybe an internship that could help you there. And that's number two, to apply for internships. Nothing beats OJT or on-the-job training. Now, sometimes it's difficult to get an internship, but that they're out there and just keep on trying and use your network to find. Third one is to sign up for certification courses. Just mentioned that. Um, I will mention also that this is not something that is strictly for entry level. In fact, I just completed my CMMC RP this past week. Certification certainly is something that needs to be ongoing and just in also in my space to maintain the CISSP. We have to do continuing education and certain number one of those they call CPEs every year in order to maintain that certification. And then finally, they recommend that you develop your soft skills. I definitely, definitely encourage this, maybe over the other three, because it's one that is not really focused on, although I think that that's changing somewhat. I like to tell the story that one thing that helped me immensely in my career as I progressed, particularly as I got more onto the business side of things and the management side, was how I improved my communication skills through Toastmasters. Some are surprised to think it's like Toastmasters? Isn't that the speaking thing? What does that have to do with security? Well, you need to have good communicative ability. And one of the things that Toastmasters taught me very well is, this will surprise you because it's not what you think, not to speak well, but to listen well. I like to say the good Lord gave us one mouth and two ears. So we should use the ears and the eyes to input data as opposed to releasing data more. It's more important to input, listen, watch, learn. And then finally, this just caught my eye right before the recording of the podcast. And that is from Tripwire. And this is about ransomware. What a surprise. We talk about ransomware on here a lot, but the surprising aspect here is that this particular ransomware demands acts of kindness to get your files back. Specifically, there are three requests. The first is for you to donate new clothes and blankets to the homeless. You have to take a video of you doing it and upload it to some place on their social media, it seems to be. The second is taking five poor children to 
a particular restaurant and allow them to order any food they wish. The last one is to provide financial assistance to those who need urgent medical care, but cannot afford to pay for it themselves. And in 30 seconds, I'll have some commentary on these. As much as you tend to want to not deal with bad things, it's not possible this week. Uh, This is the week of a horrible school shooting in Texas. And... And things do have to go on. I don't want to make this a political statement. It isn't. This is a human thing. You know, I I tweet um, fairly regularly. Part of it is to promote the podcast. Part of it is to promote my business. I will get into conversations with information security or with physical fitness Occasionally, maybe a sci-fi. Um, I tend to shy away from anything politically motivated now because there is a toxic nature to social media. But this morning, the the only thing that I could think to tweet that came to me my first thing in the morning is to be kind to one another. And so I saw this ransomware for random acts of kindness. First, I want to say I'm not promoting any sort of ransomware because it's still an intrusion on systems. And and even though there may be a noble end game with regards to this, it's still an intrusion. It's still an issue. But it speaks to what we like to look at and talk about in information security as the root cause of problems. Whenever there's an incident, we have incident response, what's the last thing that we do when all is said and done? The last thing you should do is to do, unfortunately, we've called it a post-mortem. And that kind of brings on a different meaning of heaviness now. But we need to do an analysis of why these things continue to happen. The root cause. I saw a tweet a little while ago about, uh, it was a joke. Uh, I can't remember now the, the exact thing that sparked it. Maybe it was on LinkedIn, but, but the, the last tagline that was tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek had to deal with, um, that those security professionals with, um, uh, egos or strong opinions or something need not apply or something like that. And I'm, and I wrote back also tongue in cheek. It's like, there are egos in infosec. Oh, I'm shocked, utterly shocked. But we have become more of a, a society about, about us internally, like what's in it for me, as opposed to service. So another thing that I posted today, which I have posted before, is that if you have a heart of a servant, you will always be successful. And that's because when you have a heart of a servant, you measure success by how you help others. 
I want to encourage everybody who is listening today to think about doing more kindness. Think about others. Think about their feelings. Everybody you see on the street, everybody that you pass, everybody has something going on in their mind, something in their head. And even just a, a, a smile, a hello, could make the difference in somebody's day and in the direction of their day. And maybe then that changes what they were going to do that day. I believe in the human nature. I believe in the human condition. I believe that most of us in InfoSec, we, we share that because we honestly deeply want to help folks. That's my ask of you today. Do something good. Be kind to one another. Stay secure and stay safe.